Hello and welcome to One Rep at a Time, your friendly fitness podcast from CultFit. Each week, we get deep into one aspect of health. We speak to experts on physical fitness, nutrition, stress and sleep, often speaking to trainers, doctors, athletes, entrepreneurs, all to help you become a healthier and happier version of yourself. My name is Deepa Gopalakrishnan, the internet calls me Chuck. I'm going through my own fitness journey and I'm perpetually curious, putting me in the right position to host the show for you. Let's get cracking with today's episode. So I used to think that sports massages were just for elite athletes. After all, we've heard of the India team masseur and all that. But hey, only later did I find out that it would be useful for us regular folk as well. My trainer Kunal Rajput suggested I do one and he said, I mean a sports massage, not a relaxing Swedish one. So I went to Kinspire Sports Clinic in Andheri, Mumbai and I got myself a sports massage not knowing too much about what was going to happen. One very painful and mobilizing hour later, well, I knew I'd have to do an episode on sports massages. I speak to Dr. Rizwan Khan, who heads Kinspire Sports Clinic. We speak about sports massages, how it's different from your regular massages, what really happens to your muscles when you're lying there in pain, why do a massage and, well, even recovery at all, and what you can do in case you don't have a sports masseur nearby. My chat with Dr. Rizwan on the other side of this. Dr. Rizwan, welcome to One Rep at a Time by CultFit. Thank you. Thank you, Deepak, for having me. Dr. Rizwan has had an illustrious career. He's been part of the medical personnel for Team UAE at the London 2012 Olympics, and he's worked at several hospitals in London. was a sports physician at the reputed Heal Institute in Mumbai. He started Kinspire, a sports medicine clinic run by a team of sports medicine doctors. It was born on the grounds of providing a holistic treatment which works in unison with other disciplines for the betterment of an individual. But that's enough of me talking. Dr. Rizwan, again, thank you for coming onto the show. We always look for practitioners who share their wisdom with us. And right. a lot of our listeners are just people who are regularly working out. And I think uh, adding this mm. angle of what a sports massage can do to improve their mobility, improve their workout, improve their fitness and all that that's really what you're going to spend the bulk of time talking here today right while i have uh, listed out what your linkedin profile says uh, we'd like to know a little bit more about you and what your relationship with fitness has been to start off i think that linkedin profile really needs to be updated i haven't been <laughs> on linkedin for a while i haven't got the time coming to kinspire we started this place about four years ago like you mentioned i am the sports physician we have an osteopath on board there are sports massage therapists, physiotherapists, strength and conditioning trainers. Uh, we like to have nutritionists on board as and when required. So a bulk of my time has spent at Kinspire. Uh, I usually do this for about nine months in a year because uh, three months in the year I am uh, working for IPL. Wow. So I am a team physician currently for the champions Gujarat Titans. So we wow. won the title this year. I have, it's, I've been in IPL for four years. Uh, the first three years were spent with Delhi Capitals. And this year I moved to Gujarat Titans and um, yeah, we won the IPL. So that was a great, great yeah. culmination of, of the whole thing. Yeah, congratulations on that. And I'm mm. sure we can have a completely different discussion on mm. uh, on that topic. There's just so many aspects that I'm sure listeners would love to know about. But what gave you confidence that there was merit in starting a business that was focused especially on sports physiotherapy? Like I said, I am not a physiotherapist. There are a team of physiotherapists worked with me. I've got some brilliant individuals who are here. This all happened uh, when I was studying in London in the year 2012. It was the Olympic year. So I feel very fortunate that I was in London at that time because 
you know i i saw how a whole city prepares for for the olympic games and it's no mean feat what i realized over there is you know we had this practice in india whenever that you know any kind of pain you have which is related to your back shoulder knee etc you go into the orthopedic surgeon now by the name per se it's orthopedic surgery right so and we also did the same when we were here but it's only when i went to london i realized that before surgery and you know from a general practitioner there is a whole void in the middle and that is taken place you know it's filled in by the sports a physiotherapist and the sports medicine physicians to summarize in a one line it would be a non surgical approach to things so you know you mm-hmm. conservatively manage whatever you can uh, you know whether you can treat them per se and uh, help them out there are a lot of people who do not require surgery they can be treated with exercise they can be treated with rehab so i learned this whole new big scope of medicine which was present and uh, somehow i thought i could bring it back to india and work on that which was a huge challenge because i spent a lot of my formative years actually explaining to people that i am not an orthopedic surgeon neither am i a physiotherapist and that still happens today but i think i have learned to live with it so yeah we basically uh, focus on non surgical management of all musculoskeletal related injuries your sports injuries your gym injuries etc etc that's pretty much what we do here that's interesting i know that a lot of your clientele are professional athletes so my questions for this for the context of this particular recording is going to come from a more amateur lens mm. uh, many of our listeners are just you know regular folks who are working out some might be, some might be current and future ipl stars as well who knows <laughs> uh, but let's assume there is mostly say somebody like me who's just looking to get fitter live life better uh, look better in their instagrams and not hobble around you know when they retire so do you mm. feel that among this audience recovery is something that's underrated or perhaps even overlooked let me throw in a more more simple term recovery is ignored hmm okay you know people get on this whole bandwagon of exercises you know and yeah. uh, they try to squeeze in exercise okay mm-hmm. so basically there is no time for exercise people try to squeeze it in their schedule right so i see there are people who are working 5 days a week and then try to hit the gym on a saturday and a sunday and mm-hmm. try to exercise for their entire weeks you know trying to mm-hmm. make up for things it is completely ignored actually and this constant build up can lead to injuries to be very honest i think sitting on a 9 to 5 job in front of a computer i think is equally strenuous as working out in the gym because mm-hmm. you end up having tighter muscles neck pain back pain this is all a source so i started this as a sports clinic but believe me more of my patients are the people who are working in a sedentary job uh, i'll tell you in, in uh, as i elaborate you will come to know why they are coming ending up coming to sports clinic you know this is more like an industrial hazard but wow <laughs> i end up seeing more of those people because the sportsmen are, are aware of their body right? right these are these are people who've ignored their signs and symptoms and their aches and pains so yeah that's that's what gets really challenging at the end Hmm, fair enough then the natural question to follow the doctor would be how should somebody who's doing a regular workout routine say a mix of strength and cardio for 5 days a week how should they look at recovery and importantly what happens in our bodies during recovery right so basically if you are working out uh, you know there is a american health journal you know american cardiology association they would tell you that an average human being would require 30 minutes of walk every day and that's it that's the exercise which they prescribe ki a normal human being should be doing this much exercise 
but obviously everyone who's working out in the gym like you mentioned strength and cardio and mixture they're all doing more than that okay mm-hmm. so whenever somebody is exercising there is a goal in mind okay whether it is to lose weight whether it is to gain weight whether it is to gain muscle you know all of these things so whenever you're pushing your body okay and the gym there is wear and tear of the muscle okay there right. is breakdown and then the muscle is building up again so this is a process you know wear and tear of the muscle simply put it in this way whenever you have had a great session in the gym you've noticed that when you come out of the gym you are in slight pain right you know yep. there is a slight amount of pain that i've done a heavy leg day so my legs are hurting but that you enjoy that kind of pain you yeah. know that signifies the fact that you've really worked hard today one must understand that this is all muscle wear and tear related things okay so now imagine you do this 5 days a week okay i mean you maybe train your legs on monday but you're still cardio doing cardio on tuesday or a thursday so you're still using your legs okay so these muscles your muscles require nutrition which obviously you take through your food and your protein shakes and all that and they require rest so basically that is more like a recovery when you you know when you're sleeping when you're resting when you're allowing your muscles that boss we are not doing any gym and all that they recover on, on themselves okay mm-hmm. but then there is something you do to actively recover okay this is the natural recovery which happens when you are sleeping and then there is something which you actively do to recover faster i mean take an example of a sport like cricket you know you have a format of t20 which happens in 3 hours and you have a test match which goes on for 5 days so you can't have somebody who bowls on the first day of the test match and tells you are i am too tired to bowl the next day no mm-hmm. he has to come and do that again right so this is where something like an active recovery comes in place where you have to kind of you have less time you have to speed up your your healing your you know your recovery has to speed up so that you can go and perform again okay right. so think of it is like this only that you know okay you've worked out in the gym for 5 days now you have two options you can rest out 2 days and your body will recover naturally or you can use these techniques of physiotherapy and sports massage and speed up the whole process mm-hmm. which benefits you in a couple of ways it also helps you to recover faster and it helps you to get to your goals faster because now your muscles would realize that okay we are getting some kind of support so whatever your goals are weight loss or your muscle building uh, improving your strength and stamina you know you get a boost in these things as well that's great doctor so let's get to sports massages now specifically what is the difference between a sports massage and a regular massage uh, like a swedish or a spa massage what's the difference between these two from how our body perceives them and what they really do to the muscles and all that correct let's get into a little history of this i mean see massages have been around for for a very long time right from uh, you know we pressing our uh, mom and grandmother's feet when they are tired is also a massage and all these fancy techniques which is you get you know these bolognese and the stone and there are there are tons of waste of uh, you know different type of massages in the in the world so but a little history of this is the category which i am talking about you know where we talk about active recovery yeah. it is actually a result of wartime phenomenon I you know in the old greek and roman eras when they needed fighters you know they used to fight from morning to evening and then the whole idea was they have to fight again next day Hmm. so this was invented then that you know these guys recover and come back to the battlefield the other day okay so this used to happen in in rome and greek eras and has to used to happen in chinese side i mean i hope what i have read is right but this is what i understand of it so it it only started when a swedish gymnast had traveled to china and he saw that all these athletes were you know getting massages and getting back so you know he after his sport was done he stayed back and he learned that massage 
so that became actually what is called the swedish massage interesting so the idea behind this massage was not to pamper someone you know it was not the massages for the kings and the queens it was for right. it was for more for the gladiators that you know these guys need to recover and get back to the battlefield so these were slightly painful but the idea was you know you promote recovery this is how the whole concept of that was invented over the years you know swedish massage if you now if you go take a swedish massage you will still find that it is a lighter version because again you know whenever some things are invented right. not much science is known so now as we progress and you know we get into the more deeper massage you you, you must have heard of deep tissue massage so yes. another question yes. i get is you know how is your massage different from a deep tissue massage so i tell them that you know if you are getting a massage from a deep tissue therapist if you tell them it's hurting they will stop but uh, my therapist and you have experienced that rohit that he won't stop because he's pretty confident <laughs> that what he's doing you know he'll go much harder because he knows what amount of pressure is required to release the muscles so basically they have a good understanding of anatomy and they know that you know if we put pressure on certain areas this will open up the muscle and this will help to get your movement back so to sum it up what a sports massage will do it promotes recovery which in turns will help you improve the muscle quality mm-hmm. it will help you help you improve the muscle you grow your muscle if you are looking to do that it will help you prepare better for your next workout as well interesting so you said uh, you'd mention a little bit about the science uh, could you touch upon that a little bit as well so if i get down to very basic because i also teach uh, sports massage you you've been to the gym yourself right yes so yes. what what dumbbell uh, would you be using what what kg dumbbell would you be using let's say if you're doing a bicep curl if it's a bicep curl it probably be 7.5 to 10 or okay. some or okay. something okay let, let's sort. count 10 how many reps can you sure. do of 10 i would on a good day it probably be about 10 to 12 yeah so what happens when you get to 15 when i get to 15 uh mm-hmm. you reach failure right you yes, basically you reach... aren't able to lift it up anymore correct so you reach failure you reach the fatigue stage you know you feel that burn in your muscle correct? right yeah okay so think of these as more these are more chemical signals sent from your brain that you know okay you are going beyond your limit and mm-hmm. if you were to go beyond this you could end up damaging your muscle you could tear right, your muscle right. and things like that you know these things can happen so that's that's the way your body tries to slow you down that gives you a signal okay mm-hmm. now when you go back to gym after a day like that your hand is so sore that you can't even lift it right. so this is this is kind of your body keeping you in that state that you don't go and attempt something stupid the next day mm-hmm. okay so the way i like to think of it and it is no science it's it's more of the way i use it to explain things you know it's like your brain is always trying to protect you okay right. it it's a, it's a different entity it's like your ceo sitting in your skull here and it's trying to protect you so whenever you're doing something out of the ordinary you know it has a process where it can slow you down it can stop you there are multiple ways of doing it right i mean think of it that if you're if you're having something bad which is not fresh or cooked or you know you vomit it out because that's yeah. a mechanism right it's trying to protect you because the more you ingest it you can get sick later so it's trying to throw yeah. things out of your body yeah something like that so so you get sore and you know there is soreness over there and you will stop that workout so you come back with that so when i say about these these chemical reactions you know there is there is a lot of wear and tear the minute there is wear and tear of the muscle the body sends all the inflammatory markers over there to kind of help healing that area okay now everybody has a healing time there are folks who heal faster there are folks who heal slower 
some right. say that the soreness persists for 2 3 days mm-hmm. and the some say the soreness settles for in one day okay but all of these guys can be athletes it all depends on when they need to come back to work okay so you need to sometimes physically drain out all those inflammatory markers markers those fluids those that the whole swelling etc so you have to do it so that your body is ready for your next assignment or your next Got workout it. or your next days of play okay so if you leave it it will slowly recover and on its own sweet time but you know time is of the essence here when you are talking about sport when a person like you has only one sunday to recover mm. and again monday you have to hit back you need something to be done quickly and that's where this sports massage comes into practice where a therapist a learned therapist who knows what he's doing mm-hmm. he kinds of goes very hard he drains off all those fluids drains off the inflammatory markers you know right. gets basically the environment around the muscle healthy mm-hmm. again so that at the time of the massage you know it's painful but once you go back you shower you relax you feel as fresh as new so yeah. that's how this whole concept works okay and because if you've tried a new workout there could be trigger points in your body mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. understand your muscles are like fibers they slide over each right. other but sometimes the muscle goes tight that's mean it's not able to slide so mm-hmm. no matter how much stretching you're doing you're unable to open that that's where a sports massage therapist goes in deep digs Got those it. trigger points and opens your muscles up so once you get movement once you restore movement you can get back to your workouts much better understood so i assume then that's why they say that a sports massage leads to increased mobility that the muscles are basically now able to move a lot more fluidly or is my understanding wrong no it's absolutely right i mean there are people who come to the clinic with back pain and the minute you check him they would have tighter hamstrings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know when you ask them that why are the hamstrings so tight he's like i've been stretching every day but it doesn't open up that's why you right. require some kind of external help you know as your helps you get that little additional range so you suddenly notice i have i can stretch a little more so your job is then to maintain it understood basically is assisting you in getting that whole range of motion and mobility back got it and is it also wrong to then say that the cool down that we do typically after a workout is in some way i i mean it's not exactly a sports massage but it's probably 1/10th of what a sports massage could be in the terms of speeding up recovery and all that cool down is very very important i mean i cannot stress you the importance of a cool down what you need to understand is you know look at your body like a like a machine it takes times to warm up you know you mm-hmm. can't go to the gym and you can from minute 1 you can kind of start pumping in start lifting it your weights so mm-hmm. when you enter the gym when you enter the environment again the ceo sitting on top he realizes that okay uh you know i have come to a place where i need to do some i need to perform basically so it takes its own time you know it gets warmed up you know every all the machine all the parts are moving and it kind of delivers whatever you ask of him okay the only thing it ask of you is that you slowly get it to a standstill you know you just right. don't break a car you slowly you know go and get it to a stop so that right. that guy realizes okay we're done with the activity today mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's how it cools down there are folks who miss both warm up and cool down the importance you know these are typically these guys who are playing football at the turf or they they run 10 minutes late to the gym and they skip their warm up right or they have to go to a meeting after the gym and they skip their cool down so your body right. technically doesn't realize i mean you run out of the gym and start running to office you know your body doesn't know when to start and switch on right mm-hmm. and these are very critical times which actually lead to an injury i mean a good right. study will tell you that lack of warm up and lack of cool down 
your increases your chances of injury by almost 30 to 40%. Wow. So I wouldn't say it is one tenth of sports massage or something, but you know, all these are components. Like you mm-hmm. can't have a sports massage every day. Although, I mean, I have a clinic, right. but I never encourage that people can come and take a sports massage every day because first of all, they can't take it. You know, it's not even recommended. This is more from a twice a week, once a week, mm-hmm. or once in 10 days, depending on your activity. But a cool down is a must every single day. I mean, you're supposed to cool down if you're working out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't need to read a study. In fact, I had a sports injury earlier this year when I tried to, uh, basically I skipped the uh, warm-up and I learned the very practical, painful way, uh, the importance of what a warm-up is. So if anyone's listening to this, no matter what workout you're doing, especially if you're dealing with weights, please, please, please spend at least five to 10 minutes doing a proper warm-up. Otherwise, all this is going to go haywire and your arm will be, uh, in a sling or your back is going to hurt for... You're talking about knee injuries, you know, the turf football culture is gone yeah. very much up and I have mm-hmm. so many knee injuries and the classic history is that, you know, I got late, they had booked the turf for like a mm-hmm. 5 o'clock but I landed up late so I just kept my bag and started playing and within 5 right. minutes, something happened. You know, this is a classic injury uh, mode, you can call this a Bombay injury pattern. <laughs> it's people That's who land up la- late at the turf, yeah. Understood. And I'm assuming this might be the same case for runners as well. I've seen a lot of runners, for example, who get very into about running marathons, half marathons, etc. And don't do proper stretching and strength workouts, etc. Have you, is that, I mean, that's my anecdotal experience. Is that something you've seen so, as well? So runners is a big part of uh, the people I treat. And uh, to be very honest, they're actually a very disciplined community. I see. Okay. So, uh, because, you know, you will not see anyone, you know, if you are, enthusiast about running you are most likely to join a running group which you've seen in your Fair. building or in your area right. or at Jew beach bandra worley there are many centers so there's a lot of peer-to-peer interaction and uh, they make sure that they guide their folks in the right way so with running i would say less because mm-hmm. like i said it's a culture right you see everyone right. warming up you won't just stand still over there you will also warm up so mm-hmm. i think if there is one community I'd want to point out and say that, you know, they, they really look after their themselves is the running community. Wonderful. Yeah. Just to wrap up this little bit on uh, the technicalities of sports massage, how are your massage therapists specifically trained for sports massage versus, you know, your re- regular spa massages? Like what are the things that they specifically look for? Right. First of all, they're not afraid to give someone pain. That, yeah. is, the, that is the first <laughs> thing I would say that, you know, like I said, it's all got to do with uh, a continuous learning program is what right. I would say. Think of it like this. When I started working in Bombay in 2012, I was working with a, that's the first sports massage. I'd like to mention his name by the first sports massage therapist I met. His name was uh, Arun Kanade. He's actually currently the sports massage therapist for the Indian cricket team. Oh, so wow. he's somebody who travels with them. So it was a bit of learning for both of them. He had some. He was somebody who was practicing this sports massage thing, and uh, I was first time introduced to a guy uh, you know, who's doing a sports massage, and it sort of worked uh, both ways because I learned from him, and he also learned from me, and also all the physios around as well. Mm-hmm. So the way a sports massage therapist, if I defined, would be different was a he knows his anatomy very well. I mean, he wouldn't know all the muscles but he would know all the major muscles okay he knows where it starts where it ends what would be the direction of the massage what's the direction of the blood flow what are the do's and don'ts you know 
they never get ahead of themselves if there is something which they are not understanding they'll be very happy to call the physio in and you know do a quick consultation or a quick guidance on this one if you come to my clinic ever and even if you book a sports massage there is a mandatory procedure where you are seen by the doctor or the yes. physio because you know yeah. we should take a history i mean we don't stone hand anyone and it would go the same way if a directly a messier comes to see you he will always ask you ki what is the issue mm-hmm. so you know he wouldn't doing end up doing a whole session releasing your back and when you tell him that i actually had foot pain aisa aisa nahi hoga this this will not happen mm-hmm. so that is what so i would say they have a innate understanding of the anatomy you know when they release muscles then they are very confident of how much pressure needs to be given at what point they understand the pre and post massage procedure so they will always give you the right advice in terms right. of how much you should rest i mean anyone would ask my therapist after a massage session that can i go and work out they will always say no yeah they will always tell you that you will be more pain walking out of the clinic mm. but understand it's more like a soreness which you feel after the workout yeah and uh, not pain per se so i have not right. hurt you so yeah basically see what i understand is you know whenever your massage is supposed to be more of a or more of a thing which relaxes you or pampers you so when somebody is consciously making it very painful for you then either he is totally doesn't know what he is doing or is very confident of what he is doing <laughs> so all the therapists in here uh when they are not seeing other patients or clients you know they spend a lot of time with the physio with the medical staff constantly developing their skills which is why i have therapists who have been working with me for 4 5 years they work in different leagues they go for cricket leagues they go for kabaddi leagues football leagues so they understand they keep seeing the sportsmen they come back when they when they work with other physiotherapists outside this setup they learn thing they are happy to spread all of these things among them it's a culture which started with the gentleman's name i took arun you know this is how we built it up at the start and we continuing this things Mm-hmm. you will find a lot of freelancers sports physiotherapists masseurs outside as well but if they are not working at that clinic they they kind of miss out on this continuous learning thing right so right. i know a lot, lot of sports masseurs who are doing a freelancing job but that skill development or you know that improvement in whatever they're doing that is missing the guy who saw you rohit two years ago if you got a massage from him it would have been very different to what he did today and two years hence two years hence also is going to change you know we've got modern techniques we've got machines now the cups which you see they've all come up mm. so but it will never be that you know he will just put a cup on someone for the sake of putting a cup it's only when he sees a particular conditions and he knows that that's going to benefit then uh, he will be putting that on you that's very interesting so are there different levels of sports massage i don't know if i'm using the right term over here but when i ask rohit this is the hardest that you will go he says by no means this is going to be the hardest i'm actually being very light on you right now so yeah. is it just a matter of increased intensity or is there something else there are various levels but i think it ultimately comes down to technique and experience got it so let's say if you were a first time person you know he will not mm-hmm. want to kill you with pain on the day one <laughs> he will mostly work on your muscles and as their hands are going over your muscles right. they know if the muscle is they sense if the muscle is opening up mm-hmm. so they kind of register that you know how much pressure a gentleman like you requires versus someone else and depending on that when you come for your next session whether the intensity would it be increased or decreased you know and we get this all the time because i teach massage myself so when i am massaging somebody you know i am a doctor but i do massage people for learning and i even sometimes do it on my patient we realize that you know when a muscle is releasing 
so that's how the intensity of the massage would go up there are certain muscles which have to be approached in a different way see muscle fibers have orientation some are straight fibers some are criss cross fibers so the direction in which they massage is very very important the order in which you release a massage is very release mm-hmm. the uh, muscles is very very important you know you can't just go from down to up or down to up to down without any rationale so depending on your condition they would approach x y z muscle or it could go y x z so basically wow, okay. it is all training practice and you know a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. uh, a lot of trial and error so these guys keep performing a massage on each other to learn different things and we keep sourcing material we a uh, lot of youtube lot of websites seeing and you know what works what doesn't see not everything they see on youtube works and right. they realize that so they have learned to filter this over a period of time mm-hmm. and like i said it's a very good learning environment in here so when we are not most people wouldn't uh, understand but when we are actually not seeing a lot of patients it's more hustling in here because <laughs> there's a lot of discussions going on then right. you know what are we going to do right right that's fascinating so to wrap this little bit on uh, sports massages for everyday people up so what would be the best time to get a sports massage as in like is it during days of recovery is it right after a workout does it not matter and what's the ideal frequency ideally what i would want you to do after a sports massage is to rest okay okay because if you don't rest anyways my therapist will you know sometimes the massage is so heavy that you can't do anything after that ideally if you're working 5 days a week your mm-hmm. massage day should be on a saturday so that okay. you can rest it out on saturday the whole day yep. sunday if you want to go out or something so that mm-hmm. by monday you're ready for your next session i wouldn't recommend people to get a sports massage and go to work because right. that defeats the whole <laughs> purpose so if yeah. you're going to have an off time that's the best part to get a massage done got it that's why i have a lot of crowd coming in on a saturday mm-hmm. i have a lot crowd coming in on weekdays in the evening part of it so what people right. tend to do is they finish their work you know if they have a day off next day especially with the world work from home culture there's a lot of flexibility right mm-hmm. so i have people who come immediately after the workout right so they finish their workout and they come directly they get a sports massage and the next day is off completely right so right. so they maximize that time basically mm-hmm. of uh, helping the body recover from the workout as well as from the massage part of it right the frequency of getting the massage is totally depends on your volume of workout so let's say if you got into some program you know if you're heavy lifting or if you're a marathon runner and if you if your mileage is increasing then the frequency of that would change the max i have seen somebody take a sports massage is twice a week and these are those bodybuilders who are in their prep prepping stage uh the guys who are in, uh, you know building muscle and you know getting really big so they are preparing right. for their competition so the reason right. these guys used to take twice a week is because uh, you know they are trying to grow muscle very fast mm-hmm. so you know they are on their protein shakes and they are they are working out twice a day so their volume was pretty high so they ended up taking sports massage twice a week because that was helping them recover for their next session so that's the max i have seen someone take you know and uh, plus when these guys were cutting their weights closer to the competition they and it's a feedback which i receive from them actually that your massages are actually helping us get those definitions right you know muscle <laughs> shapes and all that right, right, it's helping right. to get so that's where, those are the guys who are like these twice a week kind of a guy kind of people understood marathon understood. runners are usually once a week folks mm-hmm. and i think if you are a regular gym person you know the ratio is very simple if you are working out 5 days a week then one day of sports active recovery and one day of rest i think that should mm-hmm. sum your week up pretty pretty well got it 
I think that's a good way to go about doing this. We've been talking about the physical aspect of sports massages till mm. now, but uh, I'm sure that uh, you also got feedback that it helps people relax uh, a lot, even though it can be painful during that one hour. So could you uh, speak to us about that aspect a little? Definitely. So what happens is, now think of the guys who, um, you know, it's a, the one of the most underrated or uh, you can call the biggest killer nowadays is stress. You know, there are, there's a lot of work stress. Uh, it's a posture related thing. You have people sitting on um, the laptops and computers for hours and hours. And, you know, they end up having having pain all around their neck, their shoulder, upper back. And that does take a toll on your body. So, you know, these are the guys who are who are working nine to five every day and maybe even longer. They don't even have time to go to the gym. And right. uh, so workout though is out of the question, but you know, I get questions like, you know, do we need a sports massage? So I said, your muscles are under so much stress. There is tightness. So you have end up having neck pain, shoulder pain, headaches. Mm-hmm. So all these things are small, small micro injuries, which happen on a daily level. And when you get this attack, you know, when you get a headache, your headaches cannot just be related to your, you know, whatever's happening here. It, it could be refer pain from your neck from your shoulder and all these things. So it's your body craving for attention and frankly, you're not giving it that much time. So when you, when such a person takes a sports massage, you know, the tight muscles around the neck and the shoulder, they are released. That obviously there's a lot of pain at that moment, but when the muscles open up, you know, you have all these, you know, adrenaline flowing in and, you know, all the relaxation part that, you know, once your muscle is free, your neck is able to move smoothly. Of course, that sends a signal to your mind that, you know, that you have worked on something and, you know, you're free, you know, and then yeah. that's how it is. That when you feel free, of course, that that will relax your mind. So, yeah, sports massage is not just for the people who are actively in sport or working out. There's a lot of stress points in the body. You know, your glute muscles by sitting all day long, your hamstring. I have never met a single person, man, woman or child, because I'm my own son, who didn't like a foot massage. Because... <laughs> Because sure. everybody, you know, everybody is, uh, you know, whenever you do a foot massage, it is just going to relax people. That is mm-hmm. because there are points, there are pressure points in the foot which are taken care of. So similarly, everyone, I, I, I don't see why a sports massage wouldn't benefit somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. it's not that, you know, you, everyone is just going to go hard and try to make you cry and things like that. It is catered to how your body is. And I'm sure there is benefit only in doing this, you know, there is there's no harm yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah. There are several spas in even small cities. Like I'm surprised whenever I tour a small city in India, I'm surprised to always find, yes, there is always going to be three or four spas on the stretch of road. But there are hardly any places that offer sports massages specifically. And as an entrepreneur in this space, what's your reading into this? I wish somebody listening to this podcast comes and tells me that, you know, we should <laughs> take it take it to the masses and things like that. Right. Like I said, it is, it is all about being a part of a setup, right? So... In this past, you just have masseurs, you know, different massage right. therapists learning from each other. But when you have a specialized setup where you have a continuous learning with the doctor, physio, trainers, you know, so there's a constant mm-hmm. feedback on on things. And it's not even feedback from inside the clinic. A lot of people like if your trainer has referred you here and the trainer constantly sends people here, they would have a conversation with the masseur that, you know, I think this is working, yeah. but this is not working. I want you to open up his lats next time. Yeah. work on this specific muscle so there is so that kind of learning i think is happening here mm-hmm. i really feel it should go down to the smaller centers because i do keep getting requests I, I have a message on my phone today morning that you know can you recommend somebody in jaipur 
so okay. you know i mean obviously jaipur is a premier center and it should have something like that but i am i am unable to provide somebody so yeah hmm. i would i mean i am always open to training more and more people and you know help people come up with centers like this which will help i mean hmm. i think the awareness of fitness has started earlier yeah. it was limited to you had these big four marathons in the country bombay delhi and uh, chennai and bangalore but now you have marathons in every city okay right. so i think the awareness has come and slowly with the awareness the realization that you need to take care of your body because you only have one and you're not going to get a spare one so people will start yeah. taking care of their bodies and i mm-hmm. think slowly slowly this uh, realization will start another thing is you know people really need to understand about sports injuries per se i feel right because i still see a lot of practitioners and people you know they come to me with their prescription and you know they're like i uh, i am a i am an active tennis player a recreational tennis player and i have back pain i went to the doctor and the doctor told me to rest i mean it's the most simplest thing in the world right even your mom will tell you to rest they call right. up your mom and say you know i have back pain mom will tell you rest <laughs> okay the way i look at it is that you know when i tell people that why should you come to me we are a sports injury center so we understand that you are playing a sport the most simplest example i tell people it's like you know you take your car to the garage and i'm not talking of any car you know talk about a sports car you got it to a garage and it's not giving you that performance so that guy won't tell you ki leave it here i will make it and then you ride it you know one day i'll make mm-hmm. it perfect it's a, it's a process right so i will i will do some things i will tell you take it out for a spin you take it for right. a spin and you come back okay i think this is still pending i said okay you know let's fix this then you go back and like okay this is working but can this get better so very rarely i mean i am proud of it that i rarely tell my patients to rest unless something is really bad you know rest is not an advice we give here so if you were to come to me and say i'm a recreational tennis player i would be like okay this is your injury and they will tell me you want me to rest i said no you keep playing maybe you can get an inten- your intensity a slight notch down because if you're not playing how will i know if whatever i'm doing is yeah. working so mm-hmm. you have to both the things go very simultaneously hand in hand so you keep playing so you come and tell me next session that okay i played but my pain was about 40% lesser but this movement is hurting so i can modify right. my treatment accordingly so mm-hmm. this this particular way of handling sports injuries this approach is what people need to understand that you just don't Got go and rest and uh, things get better you actively mm-hmm. work towards it you know whether it's mm-hmm. medicines yeah. it's physiotherapy it's massage it's training it is a process to get you better and you don't need to rest you can continue whatever you're doing and still get better at things right that's very very useful and the last question that i really have for you doctor is um, there are many people who might be listening to this who are not fortunate enough to be within traveling distance of a sports uh, clinic what advice would you have for them like are there things that they can do at home with a say a teragun or their partner or anything like that that can help some aspect of recovery yeah one thing about people who do not stay in mumbai and they are staying in centers outside is you guys have a lot of space you guys live in big big houses and you know you have facilities yeah. which we can only dream of right so Fair. if it all depends on the volume of your exercise but i had this patients i still have patients in indore and pune and places like that you know i have folks who come down from jaipur the guys from indore were marathon runners and they were really into it so there was this whole group of 6 7 gentlemen so what i told him is you know they like you know we can't get a sports massage because we don't have access to it so they were running about 6 days a week and what i got them hooked on to is something called as an ice bath 
if you've heard of it ah yeah so 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 these guys have spaces you understand they have a, they, they 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 can get these large drums and the pools yeah, and you yeah. name it and they can get everything so the whole ice bath it's probably one of the oldest form of recovery and trust me whatever anyone tells you with this new technology cryo chambers and this that a good old ice bath still works there is no alternate for that it is going to be there forever so if you have had a long week or if you have a really hard run or a hard session at the gym just jump in the ice bath for 2 minutes 3 minutes you can read up about how to prepare an ice bath and come out of it take a normal shower and you will be fresh as new so that is Amazing. one thing if you don't lack space ice bath is for you right the second thing would be um, a simple foam roller ah yes okay so the foam roller is is more like a self massage technique so understand theragun is great but it has limitation i mean if you are let's say doing the gun on your bicep and if it starts hurting it's not humanly possible for yourself to inflict so much pain you know you won't do it to yourself but mm-hmm. a foam roller acts in a very nice way because you know you're constantly rolling on it so you are right. pressing and releasing at the same time you know the mm. it's a cyclical movement so right. invest in a foam roller if you don't have access to these things a foam roller is a very round cylindrical piece of equipment you can actually travel with it anywhere you know even mm-hmm. if you are going i have sent foam rollers to people going on treks and they like it really helped them that you know after a long days walk they kept it on the floor and just started rolling i gave them a whole foam rolling program and they enjoyed so so a foam roller would really work in such stages mm-hmm. theragun yes it has its uses so you know if you learn to use it well and i think there are some fantastic options in the market so that can help to an extent right so i think these are the two three things which uh, which i yeah. think would help great i think i think it's fantastic and i hope everyone listening to this just gets a renewed appreciation of the importance of recovery and the power of a sports massage really mm. and uh, yeah i hope more people do end up checking them out and that's really about it dr rizan thank you so much for uh, sharing all of this with us it was a wealth of wisdom really we are we are here and uh, if anyone needs any advice can, they can call up and they can have a discussion and drop into the clinic and we'll make sure that you keep going in whatever workout endeavors you have perfect thank you so much dr rizan once again from all thank of us you. here thank you deepak speak to you soon just to recap a couple of key things from my conversation with Dr Rizwan before we end today's episode one focus on recovery along with your workouts you may not be able to instagram it but your muscles will surely thank you two don't forget to warm up and cool down before and after a workout spend a generous amount of time on each it's worth it if you get right into a workout especially something like lifting weights and even in cycling or whatever you're pretty much setting yourself up for an injury Third, get a sports massage if you can during your recovery to help aid the recovery and muscle building process. Ideal is once a week for most of us. And lastly, if you don't have access to a sports masseur, invest in techniques like a ice bath or a foam roller. Of course, if you are in Mumbai, you can check out Dr. Rizwan's clinic, Kinspire in Andheri West. They are active on Instagram as well, and I'll provide all the links in the show notes. And for some super fun group classes, the best gym workouts, and home workout experience like no other, download the CultFit app today and become the healthiest version of yourself. I've been a user for many years, and I love working out with Cult. This is your host Deepak Gopalakrishnan aka Chuck signing off. Thank you for listening to One Rep at a Time by Kalpa.